pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, trend alert on trade wars, Oregon teachers take a walk, and Florida expands medical marijuana. But there's a catch. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, it's a down, down day around the world. Everybody's down on the fears of trade wars. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, the only thing that's up is gold and Bitcoin. <clears throat> I got to tell you, we got that Bitcoin call wrong. Our man, Jonathan Cho. So far, Bitcoin's over $6,000 now. He thought it was going to go much lower. Guess the charts were wrong. <laughs> anyway, the S&P drops for fourth day as new China tariffs set to kick in at midnight. So, stocks paired the losses, however, after Donald Trump said it's possible to get a trade deal with China this week. The Dow had fallen nearly 450 points and has now moved up from that. So what does that tell you? It tells you that this trade war stuff is just a lot of talk, and that goes back to our trend alert. We've been writing about this for three years. Every time the markets go down substantially, they blame it on trade wars. What's driving the markets are just the essentials, and that is corporate earnings, number one. Number two, all that cheap dough out there, mm -hmm. which gives number three, stock buybacks. Remember when interest rates were going up? the markets were going down. There's going to be a trade deal. The United States has a $600 billion plus trade deficit. They're gonna make a deal with China. So, what else happened? Oil prices fell, you know why? Trade wars. You got it. <laughs> trade fears outwarf falling crude stockpiles. We stick by our forecast that oil is going to fluctuate between $70 to $80 a barrel, right. minus a outbreak of war in the Middle East, then it goes over 100000 Which we will get to later on our broadcast. And gold. Gold moved up a little bit. Again, we, we're saying this, and you're only hearing it from Trends Journal, and that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com, and that is that if there was really a trade war and this thing was really going to get ugly, trade wars would be driving gold prices up. Gold's been locked in that 280 range, 290 range, 270 range three, for a long time. So gold is the indicator to watch. And the other thing about interest rates, they got to stay low because if they go higher, Trump will lose the election because it's about the economy and real estate prices will go down. Here's a story for you. Fifth Avenue is losing its luster. Hmm. Yep. Average annual ground floor asking store rents between 49th and 60th Street. You know how much they were? $2,779 a square foot. They're down 11% from the peak of, mm. last year, of last year. So they're going to do everything they can to keep the economy I mean, going. That's right in Trump's literal neighborhood. That's right around the corner. Yeah. Yep. So that's about it on the um, 
economic front, nothing really hot and new. Well, we have a good question from one of our audience members, and we encourage you to send your questions and comments, trendvision2020 at trendsresearch.com. And today's question comes from uh, Jignesh. Uh, he says, uh, hi, Gerald and Doug. Thanks for educating, providing the right information. A few questions, multi-questions. Ready? One, when the economy does collapse, will the global recession be inflationary? It may well be because what you're already <coughs> looking at, it depends what country you're in. Take a trip over there to uh, Turkey. You see that lira going way down? How about Argentina? Woof! Way down on their currency. So it depends on where you are, because this is a big issue. The stronger one currency gets, like the dollar particularly, the lower the other currencies are going to go. So if there's a blow-up, hey, maybe even the dollar may be racked because there's nothing really backing it other than fake money. So yes, inflation could really skyrocket. Oh, and that'll be really good for gold. Okay. Question number two, uh, will the Chinese economy slow down or improve during the next recession? No, no, the Chinese are in just as much trouble as everybody else. They're trying to keep their economy going by pumping more cheap money into it as well. And they have a $40 trillion plus debt bubble that's ready to burst. By the way, it went from about $900 billion in 1996 to $40 trillion plus Whoa. today. Yeah. Mm. Someone's got to pay for that Silk Road. You got it. <laughs> All right. And the third question is more specific. How do you think Australian property prices will go? I think they're going to have to go lower interest rates because if they don't, the property values are going to go lower. And we're seeing some reports that they could fall by some 20%. All right. Well, war is always one of our trends, unfortunately. U.S. steps up sanctions against Tehran. We've been following this. It seems like our Secretary of State... Mike Pompeo, who believes in the biblical rapture, or rupture as we like to say, um, are doing everything they can to start a war. Iranian economy collapses under weight of White House sanctions, front page of the Financial Times. Yep, Islamic Republic into deep recession and lifting inflation toward 40%. Mm. And their economy is down some 6%. So it's really serious. And then you look at the keep looking at the Iranian stories. Here we go. Pompeo makes last-minute trip to Baghdad. We talked about this. Here's what he said when he was over in Baghdad. First of all, we talked to them, the Iraqis, about the importance of Iraq ensuring that it's able to adequately protect Americans in their country. Hey, Pompeo, <laughs> you religious phony freak. What are Americans doing in Iraq, Junior? We're not supposed to be there, freakster. If we went there because Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda from the CIA that you said lies, cheats, and steals, and they got to protect American troops, we have no business being there. And all you listeners out there, if you don't help us occupy peace, they're going to be occupying a world war. It's right in front of your eyes. You have sick people. Hey, you know how they kill those kids? We had another school thing killing a couple yeah, of days Columbine, ago. On the anniversary of Columbine. Yeah. Out in, uh, what Colorado. makes it different from any <coughs> sick kid, any demented person killing innocent people than a demented Pompeo, a demented Trump Bush, Clinton Obama killing millions of people around the world? 
The fish rots from the head down, and you got it with Pompeo. One rotted fish after another, Bolton, Pompeo, Venezuela, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Syria. When is this madness going to stop when you decide to make it stop? Occupy peace. All right. And on that, well, I talk about you know, the rotting down. Palestinian camps on the brink amid cuts. Um, the UN, which does as good a job as it possibly can, has been trying to keep these Palestinian camps from just becoming deplorable conditions. Well, guess who cut the funding? The United States. And because of that cut, now what we have is discarded rubbish in everyone's faces, collapsed market stalls, heaps of garbage, potholed oh, yeah, main streets. It's no way for people to live. It's and we're, we're, we have a guilty hand in this. Uh, well, uh, it's, an, it's an outdoor prison. It's a, you read all the reports, and I disagree with you about the UN doing anything. The UN's a, a, a joke. Un. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. But right. no, it, it's terrible. They're at least, they're at least trying to do they were, nah, they were having they're, some, they're, they were having they're, some success. Yeah, they're, they're, they're nothing. All right. They're nothing. Well, uh, you know, I didn't pay that much attention to history in school because it was pretty boring, but I remember reading a lot about Europe, the European wars in the Middle Ages and all the fragmentation, and we thought with the European Union things would change. But look at this headline from World News. Europe's political fragmentation widens. What exactly and is well, going on here? And why do they say? They say that Spain's divided election reflects gains that make it harder to forge strong coalitions. That was the election just recently. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's the deal. In Spain, Germany... The Netherlands, one country after another, Italy, the establishment parties are falling apart because it goes back, again, to the UN, the establishment. They're not doing anything. So the people are looking for new roads and new directions. So now they're going to both the left and the right mm -hmm. because the establishment isn't working. That's what's so important about that story. All right, and that will certainly affect the presidential reality show, which we'll get to in a moment. But, but it won't, because in America, there is no other course. We're still stuck with the Republicans and Democrats, and you don't see any new parties and any new ways coming into this country. All right, we'll get into that, when we, uh, that but let's go to um, uh, Kabul and um, the, the Taliban. You know, Afghanistan is still in the news. Now, again, you teach us to read past the headlines and notice the words that they use. Taliban mount deadly attack on aid group in Kabul. Now, when I read that, I assume if, they're, if the Taliban is attacking an aid group, they're attacking hospital workers or people trying to feed people. Turns out the aid group are people who are, who are training people to kill. Yeah, yeah. Again, those are the aid groups, and that's what America is. Aid for war. All right. Now, Australia, we had a question about Australia's property uh, going forward, property prices. Australia, you know, I didn't know this until reading this article. Australia's been one of the great boom countries of the world the past 20 they years. They haven't had a recession in a long time. Haven't had a recession. And um, the main reason was immigrants. Um, there's no denying the rapid pace of change down in Australia. Australia's population has grown by nearly 40% from 18 million to 25 million since the 1990s, and economists agree that the, uh, the record-breaking 27 years without a recession would not have been possible without immigrants. But now it's becoming overpopulated in a lot of places. 
And it goes back to that trend that we just talked about, the other parties taking out the establishment parties. And when you look at the, the political system in Australia, it's a joke. It is a total joke. They have so many new elections bringing in new leaders. So the issue is anti-immigration is a major issue because it's now becoming overwhelming in a lot of places. But you know what no one's talking about? Why are these immigrants leaving Libya? Can't figure out why they're leaving Iraq. Isn't it beautiful in Afghanistan? <laughs> I think I'm going to spend my summer in Syria. No one's talking about the wars that Australia also involved in mm -hmm. that's causing the migration and immigration problems. Yep. All right, another big story when it comes to our health. Superweeds blight bear hopes for Monsanto. Bear, the aspirin company, bought Monsanto, the chemical company. Monsanto is the maker of Roundup, and that should ring a bell because a lot of legal trouble uh, around the poisonous aspects of this weed killer, and now plants are showing resistance to it. Yeah, and you're right about the legal issue. Uh, two U.S. juries awarded more than $100 million to plaintiffs over claims that the weed killer, which uses chemical glyphosate, causes cancer, but in the same story, Bayer maintains that glyphosate is safe when properly used, a position, of course, reaffirmed by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Great. What protection agency? They're corporate-backed telling them what to do. But here's the important thing. Being that this weed killer isn't working as well as it was, now they're using even more chemicals and more pesticides sure. trying to kill us. So as we keep talking about, as we were talking about yesterday, all the chemical pollution... And, it, and, of course, it doesn't kill us. It's good for us. So the waterways, the earth, the air, the, the, the water is being polluted more and more, and they're going to keep using even more chemicals. All right. In a related story, Pfizer and GSK, two of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world, are merging. Uh, this will lead to a $12.7 billion in combined sales. And I'm just wondering, Gerald, with two big pharmaceuticals combining, does that mean prices go down? Of course, they're going to go way down. <laughs> and again, more merger and acquisitions, more cheap money allows that to happen. And also what's going on now is more monopolies. And I also want to make one more point. We were talking about the filthy food, the mm -hmm. poisonous food. That's why whole health healing, organic products, and also natural healing remedies are going to continue to grow. And a big a trend you need to get hip to now that you're tending your gardens, uh, there are very natural, non-chemical ways to deal with weeds without poisoning ourselves and our pets. That's right. Um, so now, American prescription medical use. You ready for the, the latest survey? Nearly one in two Americans take prescription drugs including 12 to 9-year-olds primarily taking attention deficit order pharmaceuticals. I would have been on that drug. I hated it every day of school. I had attention deficit disorder. I ran away from kindergarten at four and a half years old and caused the Boston Post Road. What a, we are a drug-addicted country. And they want to ban marijuana as the big farmers taking over and killing people. And since you teach us to read behind headlines, in this study, it stated that American pharmaceutical use, as ubiquitous as it is, actually dropped a little bit in the past 10 years. So one medical journal I look to, here's their headline. American prescription med use is declining. Wow. Now, you know how much it declined? 
0.3%. It's still a joke. So that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal, to get solid information, not this moronic junk that they keep selling you. And now as part of our continuing cannabis coverage, some good news from Florida. Florida medical cannabis market surges ahead. The number of enrolled patients recently zipped past the 200,000 mark with more than 10,000 new patients signing up each week. So that's the good news. The bad news is five companies totally dominate the market. And that's why you subscribe again to the Trends Journal. We said this was going to happen, and that's why we want the <coughs> National Cannabis Legalization Act. Let the people vote on this and stop having the politicians that criminalized it putting these laws in place that they pay off their big buddies who give them campaign contributions and other bribes and payoffs so the multinationals and the big companies are controlling everything. And that's why we are just nothing more than plantation workers in slave landia because they're giving everything to the bigs and that's what they're doing with this marijuana issue and that's why we need to pass the National Cannabis Freedom Act where we the people will vote and have no control over it other than by the people and not the politicians. Well, people are occasionally standing up and being counted. More than 20,000 participated in Oregon walkouts for public education. More than 20,000 teachers participated in a state wide one-day walkout across Oregon yesterday. They were joined by thousands of students, school workers, and families. Go back to what we were saying just yesterday. It goes back again. It's all connected. It's global nomic. We were just talking about what's going on in Europe with all of the new parties taking out the establishment parties. Yesterday we were talking about, I said, more and more strikes are going on around the world and around the country. This is a trend that's only going to continue. Well, speaking of monopolies, Bernie Sanders in the presidential reality show is calling for breaking up big agriculture monopolies. It's going to be a huge issue in the upcoming elections, and it's going to be an issue that is also going to be very detrimental to Joe Biden, who's the monopoly creator in, in the Democratic Party. But I think Biden's going to uh, get all the support from the Democratic National Party and not possibly from the electorate in terms of the older people are going to vote for Biden and the younger people are going to go for Sanders. That's all our time for tonight. Don't forget to join us Monday for another Trend Vision 2020.